Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 32 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I'm Rose. Wow, what are you doing seduction for? I'm trying not to shout. Every <laughs> <laughs> episode I've been speaking like I'm the town crier or something and it needs to stop. <laughs> like a hooligan, mate. Um... <laughs> What was I saying? You're introducing together. We are two twos. Oh, and together we are two twos. Boom. Hi guys. Can you tell us if you like this intro, please? Like, I would like to know because I'm not really feeling like we're connecting with you guys about the when we say two twos. I don't, I feel like we've we had it since our YouTube days, and it's a bit natural, wasn't it? I don't know how we came up with it. We just did it one day, is it? We leave it shams. If no one says anything, we leave it shams. I think I think the people like it. The people don't like it. I think they like they especially like it when you sing. Oh no, I don't like it. See my days are gone without you. (laughs) Okay. Yes, guys. Yes, yes. We are another episode, and guys, we have to talk about the Black LGBTQIA Therapy Fund. Oh, yes. Guys, guys, like, you guys have been absolutely amazing. I mean... First of all, first of all, let's tell them what it is, actually, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the other day, Rosie was thinking, you know, thinking. So it all started because someone DM'd me and the person was like, oh, um, they have £100 and they want to um, donate to donate to a black LGBTQIA therapy fund. That's literally why I called it that, because that's what mm-hmm. she said. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, do I know of any? I was like, no, actually, I don't. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll ask around. I posted a tweet on Twitter, and some people replied with, um, if, I let, if I do see one, I should let them know. And some people also, and then some people went to Instagram. Even though I didn't put it on my Instagram, they messaged me on Instagram and said, um, if I do find it, I should let, send them the link as well. I was like, all right, cool. So people are interested in this. So I looked online. Um, no one replied back to say, yeah, here's the link. So it was, it was, it was about um, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., I'd say. And and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm gonna just do it. So I, just, I didn't even tell Nana. I didn't tell my friends. I just I went on Canva and created a logo quickly. Mm. And this is not ask Nana. This is not usually my forte creating logos. <laughs> She's like, I, that is what Nana has to do, not me. <laughs> yeah. That is not my speciality at all. But you know, the little sign cute and simple. I was like, do you know what? I'm quite proud of myself. So I sent it to group chat. And I was like, oh, did What do you guys think? And you know, this is what I want to do. And everyone was like, oh, that's a good idea. So, um, did the GoFundMe, but I didn't, I didn't publish it on my social media yet because I just had, I just wanted to make sure it was right. So I contacted somebody that works in mental health just to get some, just some knowledge. I just wanted to know that what I'm doing is the right thing. I wanted to make sure that I was doing it in the right way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just called somebody and um, and then I contacted somebody else, which I still need to call as well. So as a for a secondary like opinion mm-hmm. or fact finding basically. And then it was at two a.m. Fast forward to two a.m. Posted the link, GoFundMe link on my social media. I thought it's two a.m. No one's gonna see it. Whatever. But the initial aim was to um, raise money for two people, two black LGBTQIA people to receive funding. Um, and I was going to split it £500 per person. So it was going to be a grand raised all together and £500 each. And whatever amount of therapy, that's going to be roughly like, what, 10 therapy sessions? Yeah. It depends, actually. It depends on where, um, where you're, how much a therapist is in the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Anyway, went to bed, woke up, I'm seeing 800 pounds. I was like, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I had to go to Birmingham. So, got to Birmingham, Bernard got to Birmingham. It was on like two and a half thousand pounds. Mind you, the, the goal the, was the a goal grand. grand. Mm. Rah, rah. So, I looked at my DMs and Aloni, shout out to Aloni. She was like, sis, like, why is you need to increase the fund? <laughs> okay so um by the time that i saw her dm and everything it was now and i think just over 5k mm-hmm. 
So I increased it to 10, thinking, all right, cool, yeah, it's going to take a while to get to 10. Anyway, this was all yesterday. Long story short, right now, as we are recording, we are just over 15K. Woo, woo, woo! 1K. So that is amazing. It's lit. Like, thank you so much to everyone who's donated, who shared. People have offered donations in other ways by um, money they make from their product or service um, in the next week or so will be donated to the fund. And um, actually, Toby from um, the Black Ticket Project as well, she's actually offered to provide funding, to provide um, therapy funding for a whole year for someone. So out of the people that we do find, she will provide funding for that person to go to for a whole year. Shout out, Toby. Toby's amazing. Toby! We love you. sick girl. She has sick girl. So... (laughs) So yeah, like I'm just really excited about this. This and is amazing. Like this is amazing. I can't get like over how like the responses have been and how people have been so supportive and just their donations. Like because you wasn't expecting, and I think even I wasn't expecting for people to donate as much as they've yeah. donated. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just it's so amazing. You're actually going to make a difference in in people's lives, and um, so necessary, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Like, like I said, I've made a tweet today. Like it's, this is a team effort, and like, I still think that this is a team effort. Like mm-hmm. everyone's just coming together and putting yeah. their money, putting their money like where their mouth is. And uh, boy, I love it. Right now, in a time like this as well, like it's actually giving me hope in humanity because before that year, everything like was so much on social media, like so negative. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like the riots happening and protests and all the um, racism towards black people and George Floyd being murdered in the middle of the streets by a white police officer. Like, it was just too much to take in. Like, it it was a lot. Like, like, you know, I think for our mental state as well, it was a lot. And the thing is, it's so hard to kind of switch that off because we need the information. Like there's so many things being said, there's so there's light being shown and those are different things. And it's like, we need that information because knowledge is power. But at the same time, it's like, it's still a lot for us. Like, like mentally it's a lot, it's draining. It's not taking, it's it's taking. I mean, if you, and the things as well, because um, something feels different around, this round of protesting mm. something feels different like obviously me and then i went to black Lives matter marches we've been before but this just feels different i'm saying like and i think you might not feel the difference if you wasn't really involved in it before you might because it, it might be new to you but i'm t- i'm telling you bruv i feel it i feel it in i feel it inside me i feel it in my body i feel that this is like different i feel like people are holding brands organizations people mm-hmm. of authority they're holding them accountable the foot the, the way people's foot have been on on people's necks bro mm-hmm. like for me that has to, I, that has actually shocked me and i just feel like i'm i feel, i just feel like this time Mm. is 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 different i feel <sighs> it's been so impressive it's been so impressive to see like people like Jackie Jackie Ina speaking out. Yeah. People like John Boyega. Oh, shout out John Boyega. On the line. What? Listen, our Nigerian king. Shout out John Boyega. He's he's our national husband. What do you mean? Listen, all of ours. husband right now. Listen, <laughs> I hope he has. He's had his. I don't know what he likes. Eba. If it's pounded yam, pounded yam, he's a busy, he's all of it. I thought I hope he's eating today. I hope I hope he's having an okay day. I hope he's resting, you know, and um, resting his mind as well because I know it's a lot. My man was crying at that protest on Wednesday. Wow, the passion! Like he was passion. letting out. I feel like he was let, letting out a lot that he had inside of him. Mm-hmm you know a lot of pain that he has inside of him because i'm sure like as a lot of black guys in this country they've been you know wrongly treated by the police you know even he's a a young black man coming up in hollywood i can't even imagine what he's had to overcome Mm -hmm. he's probably had um 
people talk about the roles he's got and maybe he, sh- um, he should have went to a white counterpart. But people are not really? going to say yeah. it as blatant as that, but they will indicate in some way or another and it would it would just be that he shouldn't be there. And I just... I, so he probably has stories for days about Hollywood. Yeah, he probably does. And this is the thing about systemic racism. Like, it is in institutions. Like, it's not somebody telling you that you're a nigger to your face. Like, no, 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 no. It's, mm-hmm. it's not that at all. Like, it's position, it's you being overlooked for certain positions, like, or you not taken seriously um, under the NHS. Like, it's just different, different areas. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where mm-hmm. your black body is not valued. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, a lot I've seen, I've seen, I've been on social media, obviously, it's hard to, to not check the timeline. I've just seen so many white people not really, just don't recognise their privilege. They just don't. They don't recognise it. I mean, like, there was, you know, Dr. Shala, my good, my good auntie, Dr. Shala, mm-hmm. who's been doing her, her media rounds here. She's been speaking out <laughs> about white supremacy and things like that. And racism, and um, there was a recent interview, and Piers Morgan was basically like, "I've only just realised some of the things you've been saying," hmm. and he was just basically like, um, "I think he was talking about um, the privileges, and also about how things are racist." Because what they think is, is somebody needs to be saying the N word, someone needs mm-hmm. to be punching you and saying you are a black this and that in order to be racist. That's not what that doesn't racism doesn't just stop there. It doesn't. Like, Racism is in the workplace where you say something and you are ignored because you're black. Mm-hmm. And you don't recognize. And in order to, this is what my girlfriend basically said, in order to, um, in order to recognize something, you need to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're not acknowledged in the workplace. So they don't recognize that we are being overlooked. Mm-hmm. We're being underpaid. We are mm-hmm. not, we are not being promoted. Mm-hmm. We're not, just, we're just not anything. Like we all, and then, and then as soon as you, if they do hear you speak out, then you're aggressive. Yeah, and you're the angry, angry black woman mm-hmm. or the angry black right. man. You're, do you know what I mean? It's just for me, I'm just so happy that like the light has been, the light is being shed on all these things. And you know that YouTube guy Logan, whatever his name is, he was just saying he's <laughs> never, he's never been afraid, like being stopped by the police. He's he was he's never been afraid. Mm-hmm. he's never been afraid i don't think that people that have privilege don't think about their privilege i'm yes. sure there's some privileges that i have that i don't even i don't even know i have yeah you know what i mean but for black people to point that out to you and say look this is a privilege that you have mm-hmm. you know, and for you to say oh no i don't think i don't think so like we've come a long way from from slavery you know you guys have this and you have that and you're, you're allowed with you know there's no segregation there's no Jim Crow there's no there's, there's no one's calling you a packy to your face no one's calling you a nigger like that's not as you said that's not where racism ends mm-hmm. you know it's not boy you'll see me on the streets on Saturday you know yeah you'll see both of us on the streets join us Make sure you wear a mask. You know, we have to still be careful out here in these streets. Mm. But if you are high risk, please stay at home. Don't come out. Please stay at home if you are a high risk person. If you live with young children, stay at home. Uh, older people I mean, as well. We just feel like this is a cause that we need to fight for. So we're going to be there. Like, we have to be there. In, to us, we have to be there. So we're mm. going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, this is definitely... I definitely feel different. I had a I had the worst day on um, Tuesday. I had the worst day on Tuesday because me, my stupid self, decided to watch the Sandra Bland, um, Bland uh, video. Oh, the one where um, she's speaking about police brutality. No, even the one where like the incident that happened that you know she got oh, um, the actual arrested. Incident. Yeah, and she yeah, got yeah, arrested. yeah. Me, my yeah. stupid self, decided to watch that and like. I was already that day when I woke up, my heart was the heaviest it's been since all of this went down. And then I watched the video and then I was on like the verge, I had like of tears, like mm. on the verge of tears. Cause I was just like, oh, bruv. What did she do? What did she do to deserve this? Bruv? What did she do? What did she do? What did she slammed her head on the concrete and she said, I'm epileptic. He said, good. Wow. Wow. Like, if that is not an abuse of power, I don't even want to call it power because power is not that. But if that's not abuse of whatever power it is, then I don't know what it is. I mean, 
she should still be alive today. Like, she should not have died. Yeah, and watching the videos of her, um, from her, I think they were from her Instagram that she used mm-hmm. to do, like Sandra, Sandra Talks, mm-hmm. something like that, or Sandra Speaks. And um, you could tell, like, she was a positive woman. She had good vibes. Mm-hmm. She was speaking for our people. Yeah. That's what they do. They like to silence our people. Like, when we want to, like, when we want to be out there and speaking up, up about the inequalities, mm-hmm. they want to silence us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and we're seeing it in America in regards to um, everyone protesting and they're turning into riots because they're trying to, they want their voice to be heard and they're trying to silence let me, them. Let me tell you something here. Burn everything down to the ground. Like people are like, oh, it. No, it should be peaceful. The people that came before us were not peaceful. You don't get where you, women marched for their rights. These women were not peaceful. They, know what, they weren't always peaceful. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you want to get your voice heard, sometimes you have to scatter everything, bruv. You yeah. need to burn shit down and rebuild it the way it needs to be rebuilt. Definitely. Like, I'm, I don't care about these, you know, these buildings. It's not more important than a person's life. I'm really, really sorry. Somebody was murdered in broad daylight in the street. That's not more important. A 17-year-old also filmed it. Imagine how trauma, trauma she's going to have now for the rest of her life for witnessing that. She's even brave to have continued holding the camera there. Because at some point in that video, he died. At some point in that video, he stopped breathing. The fact that, you know, young, you know, young people have to see this, have to be taught what the world is really like i'm a writer today i feel like that's what breaks my heart the most yeah and you know your daughter like mm-hmm. being terrified she she had a cry today because um on news the the protests were on news and she could see that they were talking about black lives and black lives matter and obviously she knows that she's a young black girl and um she basically asked my girlfriend like why why does that actually, are they going to kill her because she's black and she just basically had to tell her no she's safe and when i came home i just had to tell her as well i mean um people are protesting so that nobody's going to kill you that no one's going to you're going to be safe but it, she's only eight years old like explaining that to her eight-year-old is crazy yeah why she's tell eight-year-old they're not going to die they're not going to get killed do you know what I mean? And because it's so big this time, the children are aware that something is happening because yeah. it's so it's getting so much recognition now that black people deserve to live. Black lives matter. I mean, she just she just didn't understand why that was needed. And I told her my brother went to the protest and she was she, she was really upset. She's like, why, why was he there? And I asked tell her he was fighting so that we can so we can live. She was just, she was just really upset, like really upset she's just a little cancer babe she's emotional bless her (laughs) it's really sad like it's really sad but i am like i am a hopeful um and you know we just have to reiterate that it's not enough to to not be racist like you have to use your privilege to stand up for what is right like this is a fight you know for basic human rights man like mm-hmm. we are brothers and sisters in humanity, bruv. Like we have to, like we have to march together. We have to stand together. We have to stand for what's right. Yep, yep. We have to. And on that note, bruv, we say that all Black Lives Matter, and that includes LGBTQIA plus Black lives. Like the the homophobia and the transphobia has really exposed itself through people. Girl, I, think, I, I thought it was an enemy. I don't have the capacity uh-uh. to fight both struggles right now. No, please don't try me. Don't try me. Don't try me. I don't have the capacity this this right now black lives matter this fight for 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 basic human rights for black people is all 
I have capacity for at the moment. Okay. That is it, hon. I'm seeing Pride Month. Pride Month, I do not see Pride Month. This is a time to be celebrating our lives, not, do you know what I mean? Not doing no back and forth and trying to get people to see that we should all be included and all of that. I don't have time for that. No, sir. I don't, I don't have time. I mean, this, I've seen comments like um, someone said LGBT is a form of expression. Well, your race. What did she say? Your race is what? She's, it's existence. Yeah, it's existence. It's a fight um, for existence. And Listen, LGBT yeah. is a form of expression. Huh, let me tell you something. We're not a B-Tech art project. It's not a drama piece. We're not, an, we're, just like, we're just like expressing some feeling inside of us, some rainbow inside of us. Han. This is who we are. This is our existence. It actually made me think of contemporary dance because I didn't know what the fuck she was going. <laughs> Girl, I don't know why. Yeah, the first thing I thought when she, when she said expression, I was thinking, "Hun, are we dancing?" Like, and it's and she's a raising the fact that she's a raising trans people who do not pass. She's a raising masculine presenting women. Mm-hmm. She's a raising maybe feminine men. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you mm-hmm. don't know our experience for you to be talking. I just found it really divisive. It's very dismissive. She also, she also dismissed, her fact was, her fact was talking about Black Lives Matter cool, but she dismissed that Black LGBT people exist as well. Like that was a huge, even though she said, I know they exist, but what you said is divisive. It dismisses us. It tells us that we don't exist. The fact that she had the audacity, the nerve, to say, I know it's um, Pride Month. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. I didn't even want to counter it with, but if it was Black History Month, because we shouldn't have to be We shouldn't have to do that. that. Like, we actually shouldn't have to do... Why? Why should we have to do that? Like, that comment was so unnecessary. Nobody said the struggle was the same. Mm -hmm. No, I've never seen anyone say that the you know the black struggle and the lgbt struggle is the same i've never seen anyone say that but for her to say that one is a form of expression and one is a fight for for existence is bullshit they're both fight for existence there are laws against do you know what i mean it's existing in different countries people literally get killed for this shit women get raped corrective rape in certain parts of the world Trans people get killed. I just saw a video yesterday of a trans woman being beaten by about 20 black men. So that. So do not tell me, do not tell me that, you know, this is a fight. This is, this is a form of expression. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's absolute bullshit. Like, I'm And also when you say things like that, it kind of reduces our sexuality again to it being a choice. Exactly. It's like, you know, I mean, you're expressing something, you're choosing to express something. Do you know, I'm, it's not an expression. I don't choose... And it's not a choice. This way. I don't choose, like... who th- This black trans woman who was assaulted by so many people in that video, it wasn't choosing to be assaulted. Do you think that she would opt for being a trans woman? Because trans, I feel like black trans women, especially in America, are... Um, when they have recognised that they're women and they realise they have to transition, their life is now on the line. Now your life is officially on the line. Like, black trans women are being killed left, right and centre and it's being ignored. Do you think they choose that? Who would choose that? Like, who would choose that? Do you think they would choose that? Because by becoming, by coming out as trans and going through their journey, they are actually saving their lives. Imagine living in a body that, that it doesn't belong to you. Do you know how uncomfortable that is? How mentally draining that is for, for, for these people? They're trying to save their lives and you're stopping them in their tracks by killing them, by beating them, by telling them they don't exist, by saying black trans lives don't matter. Yes, they do. I need black people to get together, honestly. This fight, we're fighting for everyone. You can't fight for one side and not fight for the other i'm sorry but black lgbtqia plus people exist we, there is no half-hearted like when it comes to to us i'm really sorry you can't do that and you know do you know how, you know that when they try to dismiss us the funniest thing is we are the of the of the amongst loudest of the amongst people black at the front are. front line go to every single black lives matter march you will see us there you will see a black queer person 
at the front of that march. Fighting for what, what is theirs, fighting for, for the right to live, fight for existence. I've got to tell you now, yeah, like, I am not black before I'm LGBT. I am not LGBT before I'm black. I am both. Yep. I'm a woman. I'm, that's intersectionality for you. Do you, know, do you know what's crazy? I was thinking the other day is like people don't expect black men or black women to separate the fact that they are black and a man and a woman. I, don't, I feel like that's the only way to get them to understand. It's mm. like, have, have, have you ever, have I ever, has anyone ever told you, oh, but you're a man? I know you're black. But you're a man. No one's ever said that to you. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Even if we try to articulate it, it doesn't sound correct what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. So it should not be normalized when they try to separate. But the thing is, their argument is that you can see these things. You can see that I'm a woman. You can see that I am black. And that is what the argument is. Which is bullshit. Because it's still identity. I don't care. Identity is identity. Mm-hmm. Whether we can see it or not. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things within people's identities you can't see. There's many, like gender and the colour of one's skin. Even this down to disability as well. There's some disabilities you can't see. We've accepted. You can't see by looking at a person. You can't see. Yeah, we've accepted. That's why the term hidden disability exists. Because it comes down to not assuming that everybody is able. I work in transport and um, one of the biggest probably the biggest training session there is, is about hidden disabilities, mm. about disability, about just disabilities in general. And hidden disability is a, is a major subject within that. And it, they just drum into our, our, our minds and you just can't assume, if someone asks for help and says they can't see up the board, they can't see what the train times are, yeah. you cannot just assume that, you can't say just, no, you can't say, if someone, says, if someone asks you, what are the train times? Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, it's on the board. Go look. What if they can't see? Yeah. What if they can't read? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You can't just assume these things. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Even like if people get, people get, some piece of mind look really young, then they have a freedom pass. You can't question why they have a freedom mm-hmm. pass. It could be anything. There's so many disabilities that are hidden. You can't just do that. And I feel like that people need to, attach that same way of thinking when it comes to come when it comes to gender not mm-hmm. assuming people's genders it's the same thing when it comes to people's sexualities you can't assume people's sexualities as well it's the same because you can't see sexuality mm-hmm. anyone in the street can be straight gay bi trans mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. so it's the same thing i think if you can apply it to hidden disabilities and we can accept that we should be able to accept things within the black LGBT community as well. Absolutely. You know, um, there's been, you know, a lot of back and forth about Dr. Umar Johnson. Um, And honestly, I wasn't shocked when guys were riding on his dick. I wasn't shocked at all because obviously like they're men. Um, And he has never said anything negative about men or but when it comes to people who are members either members of the lgbt community or are women Mm -hmm. i am very confused as to why they're riding on his dick Mm -hmm. they're giving him any time i'm very very confused this is a man who is misogynistic and who's homophobic who doesn't agree with homosexuality or trans people. His message, that he's, I don't care how good his message is about black people, it doesn't include all black people, so it doesn't count. Until your message is about all black people, every single black person, I'm so sorry, automatically with the same hate, that white people and others around the world, because it's not just white people that are racist towards black people, you know. Mm. It's not just white people. Everyone else that is racist towards black people, that same hate, you are also expressing that towards other black people. So how does it make sense? Right. You're talking about this hate and how we should reject it and how we need to overcome it and how it needs to stop. We need to fight against it. 
hung you're expressing that same wow. level of hate to other black people wow. so how, what you're saying how does it make sense how can it be done if we don't are not doing this together how can it be done and that's the thing about cancel culture as well which i find it's such a funny thing to me like because people always say like you cancel culture is not real and it's fake and red honey that might be for you but it's not for me i cancel people all the time and i bruv the first time I saw a Dr. Umar video was about three, four years ago. He said something homophobic and I switched it off and I have not seen, I've not heard a peep from him since. No matter, no matter how many times I see Dr. Umar on my timeline, I would never click that, that play. I would never click on the tweet to give it time to play. I will scroll past with the quickness. I am running away from it as, as if somebody has lit a fire by my ass. I'm running. <laughs> I would not, pre- I have not hear, heard that guy's voice since that, that three, four years ago when I heard him say something homophobic like he's cancelled to me cancelled it's funny I'm cancelling him I I agree with you it's funny because I watched all of the you know Hidden Colours I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. seen Hidden Colours but it's basically about you know pro-blackness and sort of educating people about black people where they come from mm-hmm. and all of that stuff and the contributions that we've made to the world and all of that stuff cool so I watched all of those when I was like this was 2012 when I was in uni all the times so I did mm-hmm. not know that these people were hoteps I didn't mm-hmm. know that they thought women should women are beneath men I didn't know that they were homophobic like listen when the information is there you cannot ignore it Mm-hmm. this is what i'm saying i wasn't aware at the time but now i am mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. information is there i cannot close my eyes to it i will not close my eyes to it i will take it in and act accordingly it's mad because even with this with all of this has happened happening and i'm seeing white people i think some people have taken the information and they're trying to make a change like genuine change mm. um but Unfortunately, when it comes to Black LGBTQIA lives, I, when I'm seeing people being homophobic, I'm seeing people saying silent, mm-hmm. or I'm seeing people quietly like the tweets. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see it. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I think a lot needs to be done in our community about including us. Yeah, I feel A like lot that. needs to be done. Like, I don't feel like, I think this, this period has it's just exposed to different types of hate. There's, it's one that the black community doesn't like us mm-hmm. and also that white people don't want to kill, not all white people, but mm-hmm. and not all black people hate us, but mm-hmm. white people want that black people dead. Don't get me wrong. We have seen people, you know, defend us. I've seen people, I was even surprised to see a few people, you know, defend, defend us and say all black lives matter and you can't be pro-black if you're anti-LGBTQIA+. I've, seen, um, I've, surprised, I've, seen, I've been I've surprised seen by some, some people too. Mm-hmm. I've seen some, but I've also, I'm not going to praise a fish for swimming. This is it. This like, is the white people that are standing up for us, I'm not going to praise you because this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to praise you for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not going to happen. So, Once in somebody alive should just be a human thing. It spot. should just be Quiet, a black period. That is you it. should just want people alive. Doesn't right. care. No matter who they are. They should not want to go and kill someone. Like, it shouldn't be... It shouldn't have taken all of this to recognise that black people need to live. It's so shocking to me. It's so shocking to me the word, the way the world is. Like how I just feel like, you know, everyone benefits off black people. They love the culture, they love the food, they love the hair stuff, like mm. everything, like entertainment, sports, we excel, like all of these things, but we are not valued. It just feels like we're we're just used. Hmm. That remind doesn't that remind you of slavery? <sighs> used for our skills, used for our strength. strength. Mm-hmm used to raise your children how there was there was people there were slaves women slaves breastfeeding white kids the white kids make it make sense (laughs) make it make sense nothing about slavery makes sense and nothing about racism makes sense today it is it is for me like i just feel like the whole thing is just oh man 
it's just it's a really difficult subject but it needs to be had and it needs to be had quite openly because again if you don't have something then you can't change it can you you don't recognize it exactly it's like it doesn't exist like Mm -hmm. i'm saying like you guys in interracial relationships like me i have no problems with interracial relationships like i know there's some people who do a lot of pro-black people that do me if that's you love who you love but you please use common sense please use your sense talk to your partner if they are non-black if they are asian if they are white if they're other you got to i know it's uncomfortable but you have to speak to them you need to know where they stand God forbid you're with somebody who doesn't acknowledge their their um, privilege, who doesn't see colour, quote unquote, because that to me is some bullshit. You're going to raise kids, yeah, you're going to raise these mixed race kids who are probably going to be stopped and searched more than their white counterparts. You're probably going to be roughed up by the police for doing nothing. Probably going to be judged before they even open their mouths. Please use sense when you're dating outside your race. That's all I have to say on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely you sense educate your partners and i feel like in this period though like people are going to show themselves and they really have been but i feel like in relationships and in um, interracial relationships in um families where mixed race children involved mm-hmm. are, are there i mean <laughs> i feel like this time is going to be very telling for them mm-hmm. it's, it's going to show what that's side the, they're on that's what i'm saying like people are holding people accountable and i love to see it Hold, I love it. Listen, grips them, hold them by their throats. <laughs> I love to. it. You have to like shake the table, scatter everything. Like, um, listen, use force because you ain't gonna get anywhere if you dance around the subject. I feel like um, for a long time, as a whole, the subject has been danced around. Mm-hmm. And I think because right now it's, the accountability is why it feels different right now. Mm-hmm. I think the accountability, to me, I think a part of me feels like I don't think we're ever going to know what it felt like in the civil rights movement to be mm-hmm. part of that. But I, I think that this is like a modern day civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything that felt like that, it's probably this. Right. And I just feel like because of that there was change after civil rights movement i feel like there was change and i feel like there was a point where things remained stagnant mm-hmm. and it was a point where people were scared to speak because they didn't want to lose their jobs mm-hmm. they wouldn't be stereotyped and stuff like that and i think now everyone okay we're done now we're done with that we need to talk again now this is the thing this is the thing like changes were made then but it's just like it's just not enough because mm-hmm. obviously people are not calling you to nigger to your face, but there's still racism. Like, mm-hmm. this is still going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still going on in the schools. It's still going on in, you know, the education system, the NHS, like, all of these places. You know yeah, today, workplace. do you know when we were walking back from the shop, yeah, mm. and um, you, you, were, you mentioned something about, we were just talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, and we passed the two builders. Yeah, Phil. Cool. And I was speaking loudly. Yes. Yeah. Did you see their faces? No, I didn't. <laughs> and the other one whispered something to the other one. I was going to say, say it with your chest. But do you know what? I wasn't in the mood to fight with two white men today that were holding scaffolding. Yeah. I wasn't in the mood to do that. The, the one they whispered something to the other one, but it's not going to and I just, they weren't, I can just tell them, whatever you, what were you, what you were saying, I can tell them offended by it, but good. Yeah, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. I feel like a lot of the time we're scared to make white people uncomfortable. We're scared to have mm-hmm. certain conversations because I don't know, we're going to look aggressive or, you know, we're going to, I don't know, put an elephant in the room, make everything awkward. But mm-hmm. I am down for doing that now. Mm-hmm. I am actually down for doing that now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Your friends, your f- people in your family, people at work. Gotta let them know what it is. Mm-hmm. You have to, man. <sighs> you have and I just to, need, man. we just need, do you know what? We just need justice for Belly because I feel like, I feel like it's just unfair what's going on. I read today that, you know, a, a white police officer was spat at and the guy that spat at him was charged yeah he's in, he's he was arrested yeah wasn't he no yeah was he just charged 
but I think he was just he was just arrested. I'm not sure what's going on there, but it seems like something's happening. We need the same energy. We need yeah. the same energy. Definitely the same energy. I mean, like definitely. she was at work. Being a she, key workers in this period have been making the world go round. Absolutely. Then with you, that person that was walking through the train station would not have been able to appreciate that train station because it would have been closed if people like Belly didn't go to work. Mm. And that is what they did. They spat at her. I mean, they say that the person that spat didn't have coronavirus. They're trying to say, I'm not sure if I believe that. You know what, whether, 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 you know, he did or not, it's still assault. It's still assault. Mm -hmm. Something needs to be done. And the fact that, you know, this woman had underlying health issues and was still made into... And this is the thing about systemic racism as well. Like, this is the, this is the thing. She could not... She probably couldn't even afford to lose her job. No. She probably could not. The, what pisses me off the most as well, every time I think about this, I get mad, is that, obviously, there is a class issue in this country which is linked to racism, Okay. Mm-hmm. And what pisses me off the most is that people that had slaves, white people that had slaves in this country were still being paid for letting go of their slaves up until 2015. If you tell me that this country <laughs> is not racist, love, like, I, 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 I can't, I cannot, I cannot. Five years ago, guys. Five. So these, the, when you see white people and they have, you know, their middle, upper class and they have money, they have that old money, bro, bruv. Bruv, that is slavery money, brother. Bruv. And in some countries, they're still being paid, like in France. Right, exactly. Like, how are Africans paying European countries for being independent? Hmm. Like, please, please, please. Nobody can tell me that this country is not racist. No one can tell me. No one can look me in the eye and tell me that this country is not racist. Yeah, I do think it's going to take a while for... um, the racism to ugh, I don't know. I feel like British people are so ups when they had when they hear the word racism, they get immediately the defense mode. Mm-hmm. Immediately defense mode. Yeah. And yeah. for me, it's just not uh, listen. That defense mode is also I'm so sorry, but it's also a form of racism. You're not allowing me to express myself as a black woman about my black experience. You do not get to go on the defense about that. You do not. You do not get to make it about your about you. How do you censor yourself? No, you don't get to do that. How do you censor yourself when you are not black? You never experience racism because you are not black. How can you tell me that? How can you? say that my experience is invalid. How are you going to tell me that? How? Only a racist can tell you that. They, they, I mean, not that they can, but not only a racist will. It's actually, like, crazy, like, when a white person says that, oh, the UK is not racist. How would you know? Are you black? Hmm. Are you? I mean, you, you know what, yeah, you hear people say things like, yeah, but um, this person was... How come people can be racist to white people? I mean, racism, you can't be racist to white people. Because As you said, privilege. like, racism doesn't <laughs> stop at calling someone... This is it, it doesn't stop at that. ...a racial slur. So <laughs> if I call the white person whatever racial slur there is, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's really bad. It's racist, it's mean, but how else have I affected your life? Like, you because in the I feel f- like, um, do you know what, I think that white privilege... That white privilege for some white people is seen as an insult and it's because of defense that comes up when you say white privilege they don't want to recognize their white privilege because it means acknowledging acknowledging that black people are treated less than they are yeah and other ethnic minorities as well are treated less and they don't that's not something that they want to acknowledge because then it means that there needs to be change mm. it means that they need to look this inside of them and it means that their defenseness is racist as well and so the people, that, when I see white people say like, yeah, my white privilege, like I'm quite impressed because I see way too much as people saying white privilege doesn't exist. I'd, why are you seeing that? It's not, I'm not gonna lie, it's not your fault that you're white privilege, you know? It's not your fault that you're white. Like, like you're white. it's actually not your fault that you're white. Like it is not, come on, like. It's not your fault, just acknowledge it. And we can move forward from there. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You are, um, the thing is, the, the only people that can help us move forward in this fight are white people. We, when, I think white people acknowledge the fact that they have white privilege and decide, okay, cool, let's make this change. That's when we can move forward. But people always say, yeah, like, how can we dismantle something that we didn't make, we didn't create? We didn't create racism. We didn't create white supremacism. We didn't create all these things. Like, how do we dismantle it? No, it's, it's oh, for you to dismantle. dismantle. When they say that they want us to dismantle, that means by acknowledging that they have right privilege, but just accepting it. That's yeah. what it means. Not fighting against it. That's what that's what they mean when they say that. But they, we need equality out here. We need equality. We need equality for everybody. Like I can't believe that black people are tired of being at the bottom of everything. At the bottom of everything, even like let's not lie, even like in the hierarchy, it's definitely white. Then it's definitely Asian. Then it's definitely black. That's just how it. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the corporate your corporate meetings that you guys are having. Yeah, like a lot of people's companies are sitting everyone down and having uh, meetings about um, this Black Lives Matter movement and. Um, internalized um, homophobia and homophobia racism when it comes to uh businesses and corporates and stuff like that Mm. look at your diversion panel there's always one asian under for diversity and it's often an asian woman like they're always like let me know like the token you know asian person the token asian person it's always like that like come look at your panels yeah all your zoom meetings and you have a panel the one ethnic minority on there, come back and tell me that they're not Asian, please. Um, it's not going to be like that for every single company, but the majority. How many people's panels that I've seen, I just see that they put an Asian person there. That black people at the bottom, that shows you. All the time. That's why we don't like the term Bane. That's why we don't like the term people of colour. Because, and I'm not going to lie to you, yeah, I, I, sometimes, obviously, we, we need to use that, the, that term, obviously, when we're talking about Asian um, and black people, when we talk about black and brown people, I get that. But, bruv, it's not the same, because even in certain Asian communities, they are racist to black people. I was going to take mm-hmm. a job in China, uh, like, two years ago, teaching, and oh, I applied for school, and the school came back and said that, you know, they wouldn't take me because I'm black. They said because she's black. They didn't. They, they didn't. Even, they didn't explicitly say because I'm black. They're saying that about about the parents want white teachers. Yeah, but that means because you're black. Yeah, right. You didn't get a job because black. you get a job because I'm black. That is crazy. That was what, like two years ago, was it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so sometimes that's why it's annoying to be to be grouped because mm-hmm. as much as yeah, white people are racist to brown and black people. Asian people sometimes are racist to, or some Asian people are racist to black people. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what I mean? That's why the grouping sometimes it's annoying. Yeah. Like, it's not, it, it might be similar struggles, but it's not the same. Yeah. I don't know it's why. Our, our experiences are different. Yeah. Um, they're entitled to their, their identities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All of us should shouldn't have to be grouped into. Uh, we're all different people that experience different things, so we shouldn't have to be grouped. Even though some of our struggles are this, are quite similar because white privilege exists. Mm-hmm. It always ultimately comes down to that white privilege. Imagine, see how white people are in their own branch. We're all in the same branch, yeah. yeah. But we, we come on, we're different people. We have come from different cultures. Um, and we all have different stories. I just feel like they need to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to be acknowledged as a black woman and I would love for an Asian person to be acknowledged as an Asian person mm-hmm. and all the other ethnic minorities that's in the BAME. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. 100%. 100%. That's why we don't like, if people are wondering why we've been saying black and not BAME and PLC, because I have, I have seen in some people's people's responses they're scared to say black i don't know why people are scared to say black sometimes yeah i <laughs> i do watch some things i'm just blessed i mean they have all the right intentions but i always get here uh, um before the word black. yeah it's like they hesitate <laughs> before they say black. Is, is black a bad word <laughs> like yeah like it's okay to say black 
Like, we're not going to slew you for We are black. I don't we understand. <laughs> we're, we're black, you know. This whole Urban and Babe and PLC, we're black. Babe, just say... I feel like Babe and PLC were created to be politically correct. For yeah. something that didn't need to be corrected. Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad... Black is not a bad word, guys. Ah, Charlie. It's not bad, though. Let's say it. You can say it. Say it with me. One, two, three. Black... Well done! <laughs> I hope that to our white listeners, I hope that this, you know, if you thought a certain type of way, I hope it's changed your mind because I know I do know that we have, you know, white listeners and we're speaking to you because at the end of the day, like, you need to use... You're not going to help us make the change. Yeah, you need to use your privilege to help us. I see white... When we was walking home, I see white people, you know, on their knees and admitting to their white privilege and also denou- denouncing their white... I'm telling you, you cannot denounce your white privilege. Your your white privilege is your skin. Like, unless, I don't know, you're going to scrape your skin off. Like, I don't know how you can denounce your, your, your whiteness. Like, you mm-hmm. can't. But what you can do is use it to help us, use it to help us in this fight. Because at the end of the day, like, it was, this shit was not created by us. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not, you know, it's not... I don't want to say it's not our responsibility, but it's all of our responsibility to to, yeah. to stop this, to end this. Because I feel like it's been going on for way too long, way too long, way too long. Not much has changed from when friggin' um, Tupac was singing about, um, rapping about p- police brutality in the 90s. And it's still this going on. This old video clip I've seen about police brutality. It's so relevant to today. Nothing has changed. Cannot be, uh, cannot be explained for today. It's all relevant. How can something said in 1987 still be relevant in 2020? It just... It's, I'm really tired. The, the, like, the change has been really slow. The progress has been really, really slow. Extremely slow. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that black people are so feared that, you know, we're just, I don't know, these vicious animals that... I don't know. Like, why are we so feared? Why does a policeman feel like they need to, they need to take out their gun? Mm-hmm. Why do they stereotype black people? Why do they think that black people are just going to be violent? Why? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because some like, do you know when we were standing in front of the police officers today when we saw the people protesting, mm. and we were standing there with our hoodies on. I just felt like we were being judged. I felt you know when you feel like someone's walking behind you. Mm-hmm. I had that feeling. Because the police officers were behind us, mm. I had that feeling of I wonder what they think of us standing here mm. while he's on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I always feel like that whenever I, because I'm masculine presenting as well, and I'm, when I'm walking through the street and I see police officers, I always there's always a, something inside of me that wonders mm. are they going to jump out at me? Yeah. They think I'm a guy. Especially when I have a hoodie on or a hat on or something like that. If you fit a certain description, like do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it could that could well happen to masculine remember oh remember that girl that's that young uh, masculine presenting girl yeah yep. was at the train station with her mm-hmm. girlfriend and i guess she smelled like weed mm-hmm. and the way these police officers manhandled this girl bruv because they assumed that she was a boy mm-hmm. this is just one example of and this happened in london this happened i think we spoke about it in one of our podcasts around the time we first started podcasting yep we did mm-hmm so this is an example of like it's mad. It's mad and it does it is it is scary because obviously we, you know, it could happen to us. If that happened to her, it could happen to us. That's why you don't hardly, not, you can't let anyone tell you that this is an American problem. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you can't let anyone it's tell you that. To the white people that think this is an American problem, you are not black in Britain. So you cannot tell me that this is just an American problem. You cannot tell me that I should not march because of COVID-19 because your grandma hasn't seen your child in months. Your grandma is alive. She's good. Hmm. <sighs> Nana. I really hope that all of this, all of what we're saying becomes a thing of the past. I hope a year from now we're going to be sitting, um, recording a podcast episode and talking about the change that's happened and... Fight goes on until the change happens. Mm. We will not stop fighting until that change happens. We will not stop 
raising money for black LGBTQIA therapy funds. Mm. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, can I just say, when we started recording this, we were on 15,000, 2,000, to 15,000, 15, oh my God. Do you know what? I'm not used to saying big numbers. I'm thinking the <laughs> same. I'm, I'm meant to be saying 5,000 or 15,000. But yeah, we were on 15,204, let's say. Something around that. Now we are 16,430. Wow. Look at that. And counting. Look at that. I'm going to raise the amount. Why not? Currently it's on 10K. Raise that shit to 20 k let's, let's, let's make a difference, man. Make I'm thinking 22. I'm going to raise it to 22. Do it, man. Do it. Because yeah, these are I'm people who, who need it, who need your help. Who need us. This money is going to go a long way. I promise you that. Like, it's going to go a long way. Mm-hmm. Is it so important? 30K. Doing it. Lit. 30K. It's lit. As I've been the stakes. I'm going to need everyone to share. I'm going to need everyone to donate. I don't care what country you live in. PayPal is a, a website you can access. access International. To country. Like, let us do this. People have asked me, have DM'd me, asking me if it's, this is a fund for people in the UK. Yes, it is for people in the UK. Um, it's Americans that have asked me. Mm-hmm. Look here, let's get if this we, off the ground. In the yeah, future, if we can we raise can more, then we can expand this. Like, mm-hmm. We can expand. So, like, help us get this thing going, get us running. We can, we'll expand. And it's always going to be a thing, like, it's always going to be a thing, because we understand that, like, people need it. The LGBT community need it, you know? So, as I said before, we are brothers and sisters in humanity. Like, that should just be enough to be compassionate and to have empathy for one another, regardless of sex, age, gender, anything. Like, anything. It does not matter. We should lead with love, always, 100%, all the time. So yeah, I guess that was. I think that's been one of our most serious episodes. I had to get it out, man. It needed to be said. Um, yeah, we weren't gonna just. We weren't gonna be one of those people that don't want to be speaking political because we're scared of. You know, um, what's the word I'm even looking or not for? having the range or saying not something wrong. Range. I don't have, I think I have the best range, but I don't think so. But I am a, <laughs> I, I'm a black person, so I don't give a fuck. I'm black and I know what my experience is, and that's enough for the subject. Mm-hmm. And having said that, there's people like Virgil, girl, there's Virgils in this world, 50 and. $50, but anyway, we won't even talk about him yet. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we definitely want to come in here and speak about this because it's something important. It's something that we we, we cannot shy about. Like, from, we yeah. need to be loud. Before we became these mini, I hate the word influencer, and I don't like using it. And I, I, I think Nana to say, I don't think Nana would call herself an influencer. Uh, no. Like, I don't <laughs> but, like using But I get where you're... Plus. I get but, what you're saying. Yeah, we don't want to be these like mini influencers or mini con- content creators. Let's go with that. We don't want to be these like content creators who shy away from things because they feel like it's going to ruin their opportunities. Mm. They, that, if you can't talk about being your black experience, that opportunity wasn't for you. They're yeah. racist then. <laughs> if you can't accept that you're black and your experiences come with that and your expression of experience come with that. I don't want it. Right. So if big, big John Boyega can do this, like who, who are we? Who are we? Big B John Berger, you know? Star Wars. Hmm. I keep saying, you know, because Twiggy keeps saying it like that. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, like, you know? Like you, t- like, you turn into your partner when you spend a lot of time so with annoying. Happens. So annoying. She's turning to me because I'm late, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, like, we definitely, definitely gonna speak up loud about things that matter. Yeah. Um, we, like we said, we're gonna be marching. We yeah. do we're gonna be more with our placards. I got the cardboard here for me mm-hmm. and Mama. We're gonna have a little felt tip. Yeah. Oh, I have something somewhere. Yeah, I do. I ain't got no felt tip, boys. You need to bring it. Yeah, I will. But I'll bring it to you in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be there some sage as well because this world needs to be cleansed. Girl, listen, when the police catch you, <laughs> say you're, yeah. you're looting and rioting. Why <laughs> they do no arson out here? It's just, <laughs> it's just sage. I'm a, Please, the police, if you see my stage, it's not arson, it's just some strange mm-hmm. that mean, but you know, we need to, we're gonna make some change, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. 
I've been talking for a long time. How long have we been talking yeah. for? Do you want to close us out? Okay, we are. We're going to close out. But thanks for listening, guys. Make sure, as usual, yeah. Mm. You know, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. We're available on Anchor. I don't know if people know that. Oh, we're now available on a new site. We've got an email to say this. Is it? I'm not sure what the site is. <laughs> but we're available. Well, are we available? Right? We're available on a new site. We're not going back to SoundCloud. No, we're not. Um, you know, and please, you guys, use the Passion Fruit app. Use it, only that kind. So use the Passion Fruit app. Oh, was and, it called um, Overcast? Overcast, yeah. We're now available on Overcast. We weren't available on that before, so now we are. Yeah. And we're available on loads of other um, podcast streaming sites. But yeah, just spread the word. We need more people tweeting Tutu's podcast. Like, talk about the conversation. We need more people talking about the conversation. Mm-hmm. That is what is going to get important messages across to other people. Like, this is a, this is a, a, a subject that we both care about a lot and we want as many people to listen to this episode as possible and i have no shame in saying that we want people to listen to this episode so please especially um black people who are not of the lgbt community and think that it's okay to erase us please spread the word and um yeah we'll be back next week with something a little bit more chill probably back to our usual bands but probably i've tried to shout in this episode if i have so (laughs) and yeah thanks for listening guys and until next week Peace. Peace.